Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, young men, young women, this is Love Ultra Radio, the modern R&B mix show. I'm the DJ, I'm the host, and they always want to know what is modern R&B. Well, that's the full spectrum of our diversity in music, which does include jazz. Today we have another guest that's going to be featured at the Atlanta Jazz Fest 2023. I wonder who we got today. Who is our special guest, uh, Love Ultra Radio? I'm Brandy Younger. Thank you so much for having me. All right. She has arrived and we're going to say there's artists, artistes, there's people who compose and songwriters. You're a harpist. How would you introduce yourself? Are, are you a modern Renaissance woman? Who is Brandy Younger? I tend to introduce myself as a harpist, though I am a composer as well, obviously, I guess. Um, I try to avoid sticking my playing into a category. So you usually hear me say harpist, 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 um, not classical, not jazz, not hip hop, not what all random headlines have said, but literally just a harpist because I'm just playing music. And when I'm playing music, I'm not necessarily thinking about one specific style. That is great, great. Good answer right here, Love Ultra Radio. And being of the social media age, uh, you are using social media properly. We see great images, we see directed content, and then we see harpista. So that's a little, that's a little fly. So where and who came up and helped you to get harpista as your, your, your hashtag and your social media handle? I've been harpista since, since, since we needed a hashtag. Like, I mean, I guess AOL was first back in the, like, way back. Yeah. But I just kept on to it. I'm a really consistent person. So my Twitter, which actually just disappeared mysteriously, it literally disappeared, says account doesn't exist. That was Harpista, RIP. Uh, my Facebook, everything. And it's something that stuck with me to the point where someone was like, hey, um, I'm so sorry, Brandy. You know, they like, you know, forget my name. That's it. That's it. Uh, total 360 Brandon. It's a very good thing um, in, in, in this modern day of management and roles. Let's go back to the beginning. There's a lot of young listeners listening to a podcast. They're in the car driving from home. Mom has this podcast on again. And they're saying, well, where would you learn about the harp? And we're going to say that in the United States nationally, our music programs, when did you pick up the harp and how did you develop your education in it? I picked up the harp around age 11. There was a woman at my dad's job who played as a hobby. So my parents were like, could we bring our daughter to your house? She's musical. And I played the flute. So we did some little flute and harp duets, but long story short, she said to them, you know, I know a teacher who works well with kids and if she does well with the instrument, she'll probably get a scholarship. So that's the word that parents that's parents' favorite word. Ding. Yes, that's all they need to hear. So I started taking lessons because it wasn't offered in school. Very few, very few schools offer harp in the schools, but there is, you guys are one of the lucky towns. So there's the Urban Youth Harp Ensemble that's based in Atlanta. Um, you also lucky because you have a harp center there called the Atlanta Harp Center. We don't even have that in New York. Talk about it. Talk about it. And, and let's talk about the dedication. If it's said, oh, you got to go to Juilliard or else you're nothing, or or you got to put in the 10,000 hours. Where do you see yourself in, in 
hey, self-taught after a while, or now nah, you really do have to get higher learning in this art. So I will say that a college degree is not necessary. However, consistent and long-term study is absolutely necessary in order for you to really like do it, you know? Um, and I'm, 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 I want to catch myself, you know, and make sure that I watch what I'm saying here. And the reason I say that is because, I mean, I've seen situations where people didn't have a formal education and there were holes, meaning they played very well, but there were holes just because they didn't get certain things maybe that you get just in terms of playing an orchestra and how you conduct yourself, for example. Exactly. So maybe your playing's on point, but you don't know orchestral etiquette, which is something mm. you bring across the board in every situation where you're performing, regardless of the genre. So I think that the practice is necessary. So whether you can do some pre-college programs or some weekend programs, summer programs, in lieu of a degree. However, you cannot, you really can't match the contacts that you get when you go to school. I mean, that's part of going to school. Of course you go to school to learn, but you go to school and you make contacts that pop up later. Like be nice to everybody because <laughs> they gonna be calling you for work in 10 years. So in that respect, I don't ever tell anyone to not go to school. I mean, I teach at two schools. I encourage school to the max, yeah. but it's not, a, it's not a deal breaker. Love it, love it, love it. And, and, and all having this continuous conversation, this trueversation, we're hearing that great word etiquette and um, being mindful, being mature. And we have young people who are well, well advanced and that gets them into some great situations. A couple dropping names, but no, it's the way you handled yourself in public and private at community events, cultural events. And sometimes you get recognized by some very great names. So the Harpister has been rubbing elbows and strumming the harp. Um, is there anybody else? We're in 2023. Who else would you like to work with? Let's just put it on a wish list. Okay, well. Mm, people always ask me this, and someone that I've always wanted to work with, and we've never even met, is Marsha Ambrosius. Oh, singing Butterfly. I just, I love and respect her so much. So that's one that pops up to me. D'Angelo is someone I've never worked with and would love to work with. Extremely talented, extremely talented. So, so those right. are the two, those are the two that come to mind immediately. Love it, love it, love it. And, and we understand about backgrounds and, and even if you make that super group, what would you name a super group with uh, yourself, D'Angelo and Marsha Ambrosius? Let me tell you. Oh, what would I name it? Oh my what gosh. Would you name it? The the because it is it's not modern jazz, but and you're not a, and you'd be a new trio, so we would be a new trio. We'd be a new trio already. We're gonna get back to that. We're gonna get back to that. We're gonna we're gonna leave that for our listeners right there. Um one question we love to ask everyone who's gonna be performing at the Atlanta Jazz Festival here in Atlanta Memorial Weekend. There's a word. And you just let me know what that word means to you. The word is representation. Ah, representation is being a black harpist and then meeting a little girl who is now taking harp lessons because she saw that, that it could be for her, that it is for her. 
That's huge. I mean, that's really huge for me specifically because I just didn't really understand it when I was younger. Mm -hmm. um, when you don't see yourself in situations, you just don't think that it's for you. Right. And all it takes is just seeing it. Man, you don't even have to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> to manifest it, yeah. You yeah. don't even have to hear it. And you know, I undergrad, there was like one black person in orchestra. Grad school, there was like one black person in orchestra. You know, it's, 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 it's a harp, harp is a very white space, which is, you know, it is, it is what it is, but it's really, really important for black kids, Hispanic kids. I grew up in an all black and Hispanic neighborhood to just yeah. not look at it as some rarity, but that it's literally for them. And then you can incorporate it in the music that you're listening to. It doesn't have to be Baroque music. There you go. There you go. Say it with your chest. Salute to everyone listening. Love Ultra Radio. And then, like you said, finding the right partners, creating and holding space after you've reached a certain level. Now we have to put out some albums. I mean, we have to produce some products, some original product and some, some interpretations. Your new album is out now. Give us a background. How much is this? Nah, man, I've been waiting to do the album like this for about 20 years. Um, give us the introduction, your newest project. So this latest record, I mean, it's near and dear to me. Everyone says that about their records, right? It's yeah. not that the other ones were not near and dear to me. They're all near and dear to me. But this one, I wanted it to be representative of me and my playing and my style without really feeling limited by any kind of genre. I also wanted to... I also wanted to celebrate the legacy of one of my harp heroes who, who by, by listening to her music and learning about her, I learned that this instrument literally belongs any and everywhere that I want to put it. Yeah. And that's the great Dorothy Ashby. And so in putting it together, I called on two people that I have known for years and that are dear friends and colleagues, Makaya McCraven on drums, and he produced the whole record, and Rashawn oh. Carter on bass. We went to Makai's house in Chicago, we banged it out. And then I said, okay, really important for these Dorothy Ashby compositions, because we did a few that haven't been released, haven't been recorded before. Okay. Yeah. Very special. I really wanted to work with folks that shared a special kinship with her. And the first person to come to mind is Pete Rock, right? I grew up listening to hip hop, I'm from New York, and he's like the first to, to start sampling her. And I know how much he loves her. So it right. all came down to, think you're going to say yes? <laughs> <laughs> so I was just really over the moon. We have Pete Rock, Ninth Wonder, Moo Moo Fresh, and Michelle and Cello as special guests on this project. Oh. I did not feel any kind of straps in terms of genre just just sort of went for it and Makaya knew exactly what to do with the things that weren't completely done you know what I mean like we left the studio with almost a complete product <laughs> collaborative event uh beautiful that's the brand new life album wow mm. for those who don't know like you said uh we're performing on festivals now young lady we are performing in in some of the quaint 
established venues nationwide and now international. You're gonna get nervous. I'm I'm okay letting you know. But what is it that makes you say, nah, I'm not nervous anymore? I, I've reached a certain level. I'm ready to perform on festivals in front of Grammy nominated artists like yourself. Um, well, nerves are I get more nervous when I'm playing solo. Mm. Right? So I I played Atlanta Jazz Fest before. It was, I mean, it was great. You know, I feel very blessed. You know, I hate it when people say that. I'm too blessed. But but I don't overuse the word. Trust me. Mm. I don't. But I do feel very blessed and very fortunate that for whew, 15, 20 years now I've been able to do this. Yeah. And to be able to do it at this level, I don't take it for, for granted, especially being a harpist. I'm, the, I'm no fool. I know what <laughs> instrument I play. I am no fool. <laughs> nice, nice. And, and it's like you said, your instrument, your baby, you never dropped your baby. Your baby never fell over. What is the name that you give to your instrument? Ooh. Uh, can you see my baby? Oh, her baby, her baby right there, y'all. Shh, shh, shh. Y'all keep quiet. Uh, it doesn't have a name. The, oh. the, the acoustic electric one, I call it Big Sexy. Mm -hmm. Cause it, it just has this look to it. And then this one, it doesn't have a name. No name yet. No name yet, but I, I love them equally. They're my children. That's right. That's right. Beautiful, beautiful. Love Oats Radio. Only have it for a couple more minutes here. She will be performing on day two, Atlanta Jazz Festival 2023. Um, we touched on it very briefly. Yes, you are literally an educator. You're at the forefront in your niche about playing the harp here in the United States, especially in New York City. They know your name. How can we get more people to spend money and vote yes to getting music lessons in schools? Yeah, in the schools. You know, I just, everyone wants to see results, right? And I, I think that it's been proven that students who study music, they test higher. That's it. The correlation is right there. You know, if it wasn't for my high school music program, mm. I wouldn't be able to do this. Oh, speak for on. sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we got to do. It is a mission and it's a little bit of entertainment. It's a little bit of fun. You already know about Atlanta. She's been down here plenty of times. Atlanta is known for our Atlanta um, United because we're playing soccer. And we're known for Martin Luther King Jr., his historical site. And some people know us for lemon pepper wings. But like you mentioned, jazz is really nice down here. It's not Manhattan. It's not Harlem. But it's nice down here. Um, you could bump into nearly anybody in music. Very talented people. How is your, you know, vacation and experience coming to Atlanta? Well, first of all, you said lemon pepper wings, right? So you know that that's literally... I can't come to Atlanta without getting lemon pepper wings. So my aunt, my aunt relocated to Covington, my aunt, my uncle. Beautiful. So that's where I stay when I come to town and there's a spot up the street, the lemon pepper wings. She know. Yeah, 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 they know, they know. But no, Atlanta is one of my favorite, favorite places to go to. I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually not going home after the festival because Atlanta. Yeah. 
And let's take a couple of days stay in Atlanta. My parents coming, my aunt and uncle's coming. We gonna be there. <laughs> we spreading out at Piedmont Park. And, and like you say, you're gonna go see the city and, and, and relax. It's a beautiful, diverse, international city. Atlanta, um, Atlanta Jazz Fest every year. Um, now that you have this platform, now you're gonna be on a stage, you're gonna take a break and you have some people's attention. Outside of music, there are things that really mean a lot to you. Organizations, foundations. If you had a couple of minutes to talk to our audience and the audience at large, what is a, an organization or a group like, man, I wish people really would pay a little bit more attention to? In terms of organizations, okay, so don't laugh at me because the very first one that pops up, Lord help me, is the American Harp Society. They need it. Because we need it. We do. And and then also, there's an organization that I su support called the Vera Foundation. And it's really about, you know, ending mass incarceration. And, you know, we got Rikers Island over here, which I'm on board with, you know, the movement to close, you know, to shut them down. So that's, that's you know, it's a huge issue. And, you know, it's... Yeah, if, if people could just take a little bit of time, do a little bit of research. It affects um, us a lot more than some folks, if you know what I'm saying. That is correct. Uh, disproportionately is the word. That's right. Um, yourself as a musician, we know sometimes the fans don't understand all the time. So there are some hurdles that musicians have to go through. Is the airport, is the hotel, I'm still sleepy, I'm tired. And it's not an excuse, but just in case, if you have one thing that you'd like to tell the audience, listen, um, I don't mean to say this, bro, but. Well, you know, I think people do just see you on the stage and it's like, oh my gosh, but it's, it's literally what happened the night before, the morning of, and then the morning before that, and then Ooh. the morning before that. So let me tell you in advance, this will be morning nine after 3.30 a.m. lobby calls each day because this is in the middle of a tour. Yeah. So this is day nine before a day off. So I, I shouldn't have even told you that. It's going to be my A game. I'm, I'm letting y'all know she's going to do the thing. What? <laughs> but that's, but you know what? That's part of our job. We have to keep our bodies in shape to lose sleep to be on a plane to be running from here to there it's people don't realize just how much work it is just to get to the stage and then it's only like 45 minutes to an hour but yeah. what goes into literally getting there is epic and and i'll never understand how the ogs still do it that's right because i'm hurting and i'm young <laughs> and, and we were talking about great bands. We're talking about orchestras that sound check and listen. They do that three, four times a weekend. Like that's what I'm two saying. Two shows a day. Tours, bam, 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 bam. Day after day after day after day. All right, we're gonna see her sweat. Atlanta Jazz Festival day. You are <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, May twenty eighth. Um, a very good time. It is a very great stage. Uh, there will be wine being shared amongst uh, everyone at Piedmont Park, and we're coming to enjoy the harpist. Uh, thank you for your time, young lady. How do they find you, and how do they purchase the brand new life? So first, thank you so much for having me. I hope to meet you when I'm there. I'm bringing lemon pepper wings to the festival. 
I'm not going to forget that you said this. This isn't far away, you know. <laughs> so I look forward to the lemon pepper wings. Um, you can hit me on my website, brandyyounger.com. Also on Instagram, I'm harpista, H-A-R-P-I-S-T-A. And you can grab my website. It's on my website. You can grab my record. It's on all streaming platforms. It's called Brand New Life. My website, everywhere. We're there, brandyyounger.com. Brandyyounger.com here on Love Ultra. Before we let you get out of here, there's one question we always ask everyone. And yes, we're having a very good truvisation, not a conversation. Seriously, there's things that you like, but there's one thing that you love. Like whenever they use the word love, it's like, nah, man, y'all don't love like how I love. What does Brandy Younger love Ultra? Food. We can't tear you away from it. You can't tear me away from good pizza. You can't tear me away from a Baltimore crab cake. You can't tear me away from a lemon pepper wing from Atlanta.